0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Third and seven again. We are going to lay sacked again. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, and it's intercepted by Nakomi Dean. Goodbye. Dean
1: is gone.
2: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another very special NFL draft edition of Stay Hot where as, you know, we mentioned before, we're going to be sitting down with some of the top prospects in the draft, diving into their college careers, their hopes, their excitement for the NFL and of course, very, you know, tons and tons more. Today we're joined by Georgia star linebacker Nakobe Dean. And you know it's great to have you on on the show, man. Welcome.
3: Definitely, definitely. I'm glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me.
2: You know, um, we we have something in common. I don't I don't know if you know that that we both have very unique names. And um, okay. according to an interview from a few years ago, you've never met another person named Nkobi. Does that still hold true today?
3: Yeah. It, it's it's still true. It still holds true. I never met. Wow.
2: Um, yeah, I've never, I've never met anyone else named Bladen. So that, that was something I was like, Oh, wow. That's, that's definitely, that's definitely
3: interesting. I've never met met anybody named Bladen.
4: (laughs) Well, I've never met anyone else named N'Kobe. So, you know, it's a great, it's a great. What is the uh, name? Does the name mean anything? Do you know? Does it have
3: like some sort of special meaning? Not, not at all. My my mother's name is Nikita. My older brother's name is Nicholas. And that was like, N I N E N A the vowels basically.
4: I do I have a lot of respect for anybody who can like just think of a new name and and it actually sounds like good and cool and like normalizes it. <laughs> exactly. I I don't think I could just think of like a, a brand new name on the spot like that. I think that it would be Me either. Me either. uh So you grew up like speaking of like childhood and whatever. You grew up near Memphis. I have that like eighteen minutes away. We yeah. looked it up and. Uh, I had a friend who who went down to me- Memphis to to pursue a music career, which I feel like that's kind of a yeah, big yeah. thing in Memphis. Do you have like a a, a yeah. Mount Rushmore of Memphis like musical artists or rappers, rappers or whatever? Oh my
3: goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> Mount Rushmore Memphis for me. This 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 is my personal opinion because um, of course you can say like Three Cities Mafia and then they kind of all started, but I didn't really get into that. You know? That was before my time. But I have to say, Yo Gotti, Young Dolph, even though they was was beefing. Yo Gotti, Young Dolph. Moneybag Yo. Uh, uh, This this last spot. I might say Pooh Shiesty. All right, all right. Maybe. Okay. He's... Yes,
4: that's a good. I have heard of all of those people, so that's probably a <laughs> solid top 4. Yeah. And then uh I guess like growing up in Memphis, like any like stories of, of childhood or or growing up in the city, like what what makes it special or, or anything like that. So I, I
3: So I am just trying to get get this put this in the air. I was I grew up in Horn Lake. Right, yeah, near Memphis. So it is yeah, that's right outside of Memphis, and so I don't want you, I don't want y'all thinking I claim Memphis because I don't at all. All right, all right, fair enough. Because yeah, you if you from you from Horn Lake and you go and you uh, claim Memphis, they'd be like you not from Memphis, basically.
4: Okay, okay, I do not want that around you then, nah, surrounding you all, then. I
3: <laughs> nah, it's, it's all cool. but um, Yeah, my mom never didn't want me going to Memphis much growing up, just because. Just because of the crime and everything, but it wasn't no different from where I was at, really. A lot of people, a lot of people lived in the same spot. I could literally walk walk across the border if I wanted to. It was literally nowhere to be in Memphis, South Memphis. So, you know, growing up, it, it was what it was.
1: You had an older brother who played tight end at Olmus. Do you think you uh, or what do you think you learned? from having an older brother
3: who was also, you know, a, a D1 collegiate athlete. So he, he came in, he, uh, he came in, he came back as a walk on Ole Miss. So basically what have I learned? I say I've learned, you know, um, from my brother, it probably nothing as far as, <laughs> as far as football standpoint, you know, like as far as just being on the field and, um, and doing certain things a lot, a lot as far as life, uh, you know. I look up to my older brother, just because of the person he is and everything he's doing, how how hard he's working to accomplish his goals. So I'll say he like, he teach me things. I'd be a little bit more family oriented, uh, you know, things like that. Sometimes I'd be so locked in on my grind and um, on my on my mentors at home. I, I, I kind of don't check on my people at home, you know. Only. I'm be trying to take on my uh, my mother, my brother, my sister. So my brother always makes sure I stay on that, make sure I'm taking care of what, I, what I'm taking care of. So basically that.
1: No, I got you. Going a little bit more to uh, football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game, but then ended up getting them again uh, in the national title and beating them. What do you think changed from that SEC championship game to the national title?
3: We got a little bit more simple. Yeah. Um, Oh, definitely on the defense standpoint, we got way more simple. Uh, I felt like the first game, everybody was kind of on uh, edge. We, I wouldn't say we came in a little too, too overcome. It's a little bit too over, uh, a little too comfortable. Basically, we kind of felt like we had it the bad the first game, but um, of course they came out, they played hard, they played hard. Um, they had a good game plan. They came out, they executed. We had zero sacks on defense side of the ball, so. Yeah, yeah, it was it was real uncharacteristic of us the way we played. So uh, second time around we got a little bit more simple. Uh, we made it easier. We kind of just like all right, we gonna lock up man to man, and we gonna let the gonna let the big boys up front rush. We're not gonna call no stunts or anything. So we just really just got simple, and they and we just thought they beat us mano y mano. Yeah, if they would have beat us that way, then we 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 could live with ourselves. But so. You just got simple. That's, that's it.
1: And then famously, I know you've probably been hearing about this a lot, but famously after the game, you put on the wrong hat. Hmm. Um, I mean, You know, Alabama went in the game. At what point did someone let you know <laughs> that you had on the wrong hat or did nobody else realize? So
3: <laughs> so after the game, um, media came. Media come grab you because, you know, you got to do interviews for TV and things like this, but you just won a nasty championship you're trying to go. Turn up with the guys and things of that sort. So I'm I'm trying to go turn up. Somebody grabbed me. and They was like, come on, we need to do the media and all this. So I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm blowing them off. I'm blowing them off. I'm like, look, I got to go. I'm trying to go turn up with the guys. And they, he was like, hey, but you need to, like, can you stay close? So I kind of get a little irritated with him. I'm like, could you grab me, like, a, a hat and a, a newspaper and a shirt? Because I couldn't grab one if I can't go grab one. He was like, I got you. So I'm still like uh dapping up my boys, I turn around, he got the hat, he had the newspaper, he got the shirt. So he give me the hat, and I just put it on, next thing I know is a camera in my face. I'm doing the interview. He said, I'm doing an interview. I don't, I don't look at the hat or nothing. You just want a natty, who gonna come the hat? <laughs> <laughs> you know not, not at all. You uh so so I, I do the whole interview then i'm on the way to um to the stage i'm on the way to the stage and the woman tapped me She like you got the wrong hat on i'm like huh she's like you got the wrong hat on and i kind of took it off and i looked i'm like, <laughs> like, like, how, like i don't know how they got that messed up how they do that but all in all it was funny though it was funny it was funny as long as i got the right hat found the right hat so it was it was all good did you keep the Alabama
4: one at all? Did you keep that as like, oh, this is the hat I got. This is memorable. Or did you just feel I like, did. I
3: do not want that in my sight at all? <laughs> I did. I, when I got when I seen it, I kind of like just, like, tucked it <laughs> a little bit. It's probably so good. Like, I know I know what they did. That. <laughs> but I should have kept it, looking back on it.
2: You know, and, and speaking of hats, I, I noticed that you're pretty commonly spotted in a pretty classy hat or outfit. And I was just wondering, you know, do you, you, you have to have a collection. So, yeah. you know, do you, do you have a favorite that you, that you go to or is it just, you know, like a favorite child you can't really pick?
3: So, yeah, I, I don't necessarily have a favorite. Um, it, it's more so like the fits come first and I find a hat to go off of it. Uh, the hat, that, um, that basically the hat that goes with the fit, you know, uh, it started off sophomore year when COVID was going on. Um, I wore a hat. It was cheap, but my mom was like, you look good in the hat. You look good. And, then, and it was like, all right, something I'm going to run with. So I had already been kind of stocking up on, uh, not, I want to say stocking up, but I bought a couple suits during COVID year that I didn't wear because I'm like, nobody's going to see me because we, we don't have dog walk because uh, of COVID, basically. So I'm like, I'm not going to wear it. So I was just wearing old suits, old suits, um, the whole, same suits every time. So, come around this year, I was like, first game of the season, I'm going to pull out one. I pulled it out. Uh, I, this was the only hat I had at the time. I pulled it out, came, and people took pictures of it. I'm not too much on social media, like, as far as uh, typing my name in, but my mother, and they'll do it all the time. So, they <laughs> see people they see people talking about how good I look or or how basically how much attention I drew, drew to it. So. My mom was like, "We gotta get you more hats, more hats." So I, <laughs> I, I probably got about seven, seven or eight different hats now. I still got like okay, still got like two or three of them that I haven't so even you, like shown.
2: <laughs> I mean, you've you've got to be thinking at this point, like once you get that NFL paycheck, you're gonna buy a bunch of them <laughs> and be the best dressed player in the NFL, right? Like that's got
3: to be but the goal. The, we we'll see. Maybe I open up a hat a hat business. It, it sounds better than me that's
2: that's <laughs> so, a plan
3: a little brim fedora uh, business. so we'll see but definitely I definitely got I mean I got I got so I last uh like two weeks ago or last week I posted like on my story I posted like like a lot of my fits probably like 80% 80% of my fits from the season that that wasn't even on Instagram so nobody seen it. <laughs> uh Nobody, I've seen it just be in my phone, and people. I like, usually make a TikTok, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't even know how to work TikTok. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have a TikTok, but I'm gonna get my little sister to do it. She know how to do it. <laughs> All
4: right, <laughs> that's fair enough. We yeah, have a. You can ask us for help if you need any TikTok help. We uh, yeah. we know what's up. Good. I'm curious. How often do you, in your experience, do you think athletes search their own name on Twitter to see what people are saying about them? Does that happen a lot or do most people just are like, Uh, the people talk, we're just, we're just in it?
3: I feel like, I feel like it happens. I feel like it happens a lot. I feel like people don't, I feel like the athletes don't care much. Uh, It'd be a lot, it's going to be a lot of crazy, bad stuff. There's going to be people saying good stuff about you, but either way, you can't, you can't care much. Because people gonna talk bad about you. People talk bad about me my whole life. People said good stuff about me my whole life. You can't let it get to your head either way. So just gotta stay level. You gotta stay neutral. If you ask me, I don't think I don't think you should do it. Just because it'll get to you. It'll, it'll, it'll probably get to you either way, good or bad. So I feel like you shouldn't. But I mean, I guess it is nice to be able to Google your name and you, a picture pop up with you. For sure. For
4: sure. Uh, one more question, I guess, before we get into some of the big football stuff, uh, we were, you say you don't post on social media once, but we did try to look through your Twitter in, in preparation for this interview. And there was a video of you guys in your frat dancing with like the, the ski masks on. And I thought that you guys were, you guys were pretty good at it. So like, if you try to incorporate that into like a potential celebration, sack celebration, so, touchdown celebration.
3: So, uh, I don't know if y'all seen any pictures of me throwing up my the hooks when I do this. That's yeah. part of my fraternity. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, that's something that's part of my fraternity when I do that. And it, I see other people doing it, but it's like, uh, you're not really supposed to be doing that, <laughs> right? <Bad man. laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, when I do that, that's basically part of my fraternity. Just don't give them a shout out when I make a play, a big play, things like that for sure for sure and yeah.
4: going into some of the football stuff obviously we talked a little bit about you know growing up near memphis uh mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and whatnot and and you were really highly recruited had offers from from all over the place and what made you choose georgia over some other schools uh like i think bama and yeah. or or you know whoever else made you an offer what was what made
3: georgia the pick so so uh, you know i had like you said i had offers from a lot of places But it had came down, like, my senior year, I kind of, like, I was getting recruited. I was going on trips and everything, but I had been recruited so long at that point. It was like, I'm trying to win a a state championship. So I was so focused on that that I kind of looked up, and after the season, I was like, man, I don't even know where I want to go. So uh, I was in my uh, Mississippi versus Alabama All-Star game. Um, I I took a nap. I woke up. First, I prayed. I asked God. And he give me a sign like what school to go to. Took him out, woke up. Kirby Smart first one called me. He, he called me. It was like a regular conversation. I hung up and you know it just left George in the back of my mind. But I did ask God to give me like a sign or something. So either way, I kind of tried to blow it off, but it kept him in the back of my mind. So I, a couple days later, I asked my uh, parents and my my siblings, uh, "What school do y'all think I should go to?" And they uh my mom said my my father ain't care, brother. Well he cared, but he was like, Oh I'm with you whatever, brother, I'm with you whatever. My sister, she ain't care. Uh <laughs> my um my mother she wanted me to go to Alabama. So I I could understand I wanted me to go to Alabama. I mean, it was three hours away from the house, not too far. Um, a decent, um, good engineering school. We was, well, we knew the uh, the dean of engineering at the point. So, um, see, I understand why she wanted me to. I just I just was like, no, nah, I don't wanna go out Alabama. So she kind of got her feelings about that. She was, she was mad, I didn't listen to her, but. So it, it, it eventually came down to LSU in Georgia. Um, this came down to LSU in Georgia. I think my mother got, she got a phone call and um, she was on the phone call and, and I don't know, some, uh, I forgot the dude called me at the point um, said something that rubbed her the wrong way from LSU. and my mama she got she got like kind of like an attitude when when they did it so it wasn't a big attitude like she didn't flip out but I did when that, that moment I was thinking okay I guess I guess I'm going to Georgia and 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 note this this all the day this like two hours before I got to get on stage I didn't even know where I wanted to go two hours before I get <laughs> wow on stage. So, so it was like. Uh, at that moment, I was like, "All right, I know where I'm going." So I, I spent them the last two hours looking for a shirt or a hat or something. I had nothing. <laughs> I had nothing. and I, and I remember um, going on a visit to Georgia, and my mama brought uh, a Georgia t shirt from from the Walgreens right downtown. She bought the or the Target bought a Georgia t shirt because I had uh, I think I wasted some on my shirt or something. And I ended up like pulling that out of my shoe box because I had some red, some red 12s. And I didn't want to come in walking with all red shoes on because they wouldn't look. So that's how I came to Georgia. That's That's how Georgia came about.
4: And Georgia obviously had – you guys had maybe the best defense in college football history this year. Is there anything that you think Georgia specifically looks for when it's recruiting, like, that maybe other schools don't? Is there a trait that they really value that that allowed them to build, like, such a insane <laughs> unit this
3: year? Or is it just, like, they just kind of uh, looked out? Be honest, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like Georgia always had talent. Georgia sure. always had talent every year, had some of the top talent. Where I feel like this year was different, just because everybody kind of grew up a little bit as far as leadership standpoint. Everybody was more. It was more. It was more competitive. But from a standpoint of I'm trying to get you better, and not not standpoint of um, they see they see you as taking my job. It's like. If I'm working beside him, we play the same position. It's like we're trying to push the way to get each other better. Even though we both wanna play, so but I feel like the connection piece was was uh together more greatly this past season. And I feel like them intelligence was off the field, kept us on the field when it came down to it. Uh, everybody was hanging out more outside of practice and things like that. And it wasn't like it wasn't so clicked up, like everybody being able on the click. It wasn't so much like that no more. So I feel like that helped us uh, more this season.
4: For sure. And earlier you said, like, in the SEC championship game, things were too complex and you simpled it. You were more simple with it in the national championship game. The Georgia defense, like, a lot of the times is probably one of the more complex ones I've ever seen. Some of the stunts you guys break out and, like, the playbooks and the fronts and everything is just – so advanced and so high level, and probably more high level than a lot of NFL playbooks, honestly. How do you go about, like, as a middle linebacker and like the leader of that unit, how do you go about like memorizing all that and learning that that playbook? Like, what is yeah, that it, process like?
3: It's not easy at all. Uh, me having to learn it, I know I came in early, I came in springtime as a freshman trying to learn a playbook. Um, it wasn't, it was, it was actually a little bit more complex than it is now just because cause the cause the it wasn't really it wasn't more complex. actually it was just the cause was long like we had to make this call that call instead of we just simplified it down made the uh the d-line think more uh but it, it's definitely harder because um i don't feel like i feel like we were in, we run every company between zero and nine um so it, it, it definitely helps you with with whatever <coughs> with what with, with whatever um Whatever, like whatever team we go to in the league, you'll be able to figure out what kind of coverage you playing just because uh, of the system we played at Georgia. And it, it and then, you know, you put a lot of pride in yourself, being a middle linebacker, being the head of the defense, the leader of the defense, to know what everybody got to do, what everybody's job is, no matter what the play is. So, before you can get everything right, you can be a problem solver. If somebody don't know something, you you know what they're doing, you can tell them basically. So yeah, you, it's a lot of pride and a lot of, a lot of studying and learning. For sure. For sure. I have, I have one question about
4: uh, your teammate, Jordan Davis. I'm just curious to know mm-hmm. this myself. Uh, there's a lot of talk like as a draft goes, like as the draft process goes on with him about like the amount of snaps that he played, I think it was around 60, 65% in that defense. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are wondering if that's a like more conditioning or, more like just the Georgia front being so so deep and like so many guys that people rotate in and out. uh What do you mm-hmm. think of like his his like conditioning and like? Do you think like he could be more of a three down player, or do you think like Georgia just was no, so deep I, they I didn't know,
3: need to ask that? I know he can be more. Of th- I know he can be a three down player. uh Everybody, everybody on our defense. Uh, we at Georgia, we we did uh, rotate in a lot. Definitely the D line, they rotate. They want, they just want to get guys to play. And definitely, when we was, and you say we only he only played sixty five percent of snaps. For you got to think about it. We we blew a lot of teams out, so a lot of the starters for <laughs> a lot of people wasn't wasn't playing as much as they as much as we probably wanted to play towards definitely towards the middle of, to the uh, to the beginning to the middle of the season. So. Uh, we, we we definitely, you know, definitely at first you think like, damn, I want to play more. Like, we ain't even like, I come out first half, you know, I had six tackles in the sack. <laughs> it's like, I can get, I mean, I can get 12 tackles, two sacks. <laughs> but not playing second half because we killing the team. So, uh so you, at first you think like, dang, but then you got to remember, like, we kill, we, we blowing every team out. So, like, you can't, you're not finna, uh, finna complain about winning. So, but at the same time, I feel like he can be a, Definitely, he can be a three down backer. I mean, a three down uh, lineman. I feel like everybody on my defense is set to uh, do whatever they got to do to get the job done in the league. For sure, for sure.
2: And one thing that I've been thinking about, and I know has been going on in a lot of circles, is the idea that you know the linebacker position has been getting increasingly difficult to evaluate and uh, predict. And I was just wondering how, how you feel you know, you've done, you've done as, you know, an athlete and as a linebacker mm-hmm. of, you know, like watching guys at, at the next level and seeing like, oh, this guy's really good. Let me, This guy's been really good for a long time. Like Bobby Wagner or Fred Warner, how can I take right. something from his game and implement it into my game to, mm-hmm. to make myself an elite threat for a long time?
3: Right. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I don't feel like the linebacker position is getting um, more complex though. To um to evaluate you know in, in high school I was I was covering I was blitzing I was uh, filling the gap on run I was taking on blocks from big big guys college same thing covering receivers covering running backs covering um, tight ends blitzing uh, taking on blocks filling gap so I feel like it, for me the linebacker position has always been the same in the in the ever so evolving game you know it's faster. You gotta be you, you gotta be able to cover, you gotta be able to do this. But as far as watching watching guys, I do watch a lot of different guys on how they um um and try to take a little bit of the game. I I wouldn't compare myself to nobody in the league, but I would say that I do like if I do see somebody I like or I see somebody like Zach Cunningham, I don't know if y'all know him, but mm. Zach Cunningham yeah. he's good at he yes. good at run, uh stopping a run and everything like that, taking on blocks. He's aggressive being uh, aggressive down here. Then you, know, you got Roquan and went to uh, Georgia, the uh, where he open field tackles and gets to the ball and pass he plays with. Then you got Darius Leonard. He uh, punching the ball out every second he gets. So it's like you taking little things from uh, all different type of guys that you watch. Um, and that's basically what I try to do. I try to like uh, – and it's not even them. You know, if I, see, if I see people in college or even in high school, they do something that I feel like will, will help. And working on it, I'm thinking, like, man, what, what was that? Like, I can I can right. possibly try to do that. So, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, – I'm, I'm I don't am not i think I'm all high. mighty might not take something that I feel like will work and uh, try it myself.
1: Going into the NFL, is there a, a
3: team or a player or a quarterback that you're excited to go up against? Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't even thought about that. But, I mean, Tom Brady's been in the league for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so – um, I mean, you, definitely now that he reti- he retired. and came back. It's like it's like uh, maybe you want to, <laughs> maybe it, it's right for me to just possibly play against him uh, just one time. You know, just uh, but either way, I just be happy I'm in the league. You know, happy uh to to just be there playing with aside some of the best players in the world. You know, and trying to make uh make the point that I'm uh, one of the best players in the world also.
4: Uh, You interviewed with some teams, like obviously you were at the Combine and you got interviewed by a bunch of teams. I feel like I've got to ask this question because I'm always interested to see what the teams ask. Was there like a weird question you got at the Combine that you were like, oh, I I wonder why they asked that.
3: Were they just testing me or messing with me? Yeah. So, you know, they do mess with you a lot, but I didn't get too many crazy questions that just stuck in my memory. But one of the weirdest things I probably got asked was I walked in. He was like, you got some small feet. Um, what size she was? I'm like, I wore a size 12. Oh, he's like, oh, okay. He said I thought you were like a nine or something. I was like, nah, I 12. So that was about the weirdest thing I got. By, but. Do you think they're instructed to
4: just like mess with you a little bit from their teams? <laughs> just like, I, just see how they react? Or do you think they're just I, actually just like that? <laughs> yeah,
3: I feel like some teams are, uh, some teams just, uh, just just want to mess with you. You know, I feel like you, you be in there, you see, because uh, they got a lot of meetings every day. So they got just as many meetings as we probably got. Um, so I feel like they probably get bored. They want to mess with guys a little bit. So I can't, you, you can't, you can't hold it against them, but they also want to see how you react. You know, are you like a guy who's going who's gonna to flip out? Or are you going to trip? Or are you going to be cool about it? Uh, definitely if it's coming from like a, a comedic standpoint, uh, sometimes they do, it, Sometimes they might try to come a little hostile, but at the same time they are just trying to see how you are, basically, if you are how you gonna react to it. So yeah, they I feel like they they told it to do that. <laughs> and,
2: and speaking of the combine, you know, do you do you feel like there is a drill that is missing from the combine? Yes, I, so. I know the com- I know the combine's been receiving a lot of heat recently, especially after uh, Ajabo got hurt. Um, but that was at his pro day. But do you do you yeah. feel like, do you feel like there's like a drill that you think would better showcase your skills?
3: Probably not. I mean, uh, no. Nah. I mean, adding something to come out probably not. Um, okay. It's, it's a lot of things that people feel. Uh, just talking about the players and things that we feel like, man, what do you got to do with football? But right. Uh, at the end of the day is part of the it's part of trying to get the job uh, you, you know you got to do it so um it, it is what it is you're going to do it you're going you're going to try to do your best at it
4: do you think you have to do it? I, I always wonder about the future of the combine cuz I always I always feel like players like like you say it sounds like a lot of them are like well what does this really have to do with football and I feel like as time goes on that might that feeling might get more and more like severe and and I wonder like do you think in like 10, 15, 20 years the combine will still be happening or do you think it'll just mostly be pro days and stuff? I've always, like, wondered about that, what your thoughts uh, on that is.
3: Man, I don't, I don't think the combine going nowhere. Uh, okay. At the end of the day, just at the end of the day, um, you as a kid, you, you grow up, you watch the combine, you like, man, this is nice. You see the, you see the forty, you see the first. You be like, I want to do that. I was that kid. I was like, man, I can't wait till I get the combine. Fortunately, I, I wasn't able to uh, – Participate cause I was hurt, but um, you 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 think about it, you think about stuff like that. So as long as the, the as long as the NFL want to do it, it's gonna be a combine because you gonna always have guys that want to go to the combine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right.
2: And you know, in, in high school, you were correct me if I'm wrong. You were a straight A student, right? And then in college, you had a 3.5 GPA, and you're an engineering right. major. Yeah. Like. That's. I mean, you're talking about an engineering major, which is you know I'm an engineering major. I I, trust, I know how difficult that that kind of stuff is. Balancing yeah. that in football, and you talk about how complex the Georgia playbook is, and how difficult it was for you to pick up on calls early on. How how did you balance all of that?
3: <laughs> Man, uh, it was hard. Uh, I came in freshman year. The first semester was one of the toughest toughest semesters I went through, just because I'm I'm missing home. Uh, I see all right. my guys on on uh, social media. They uh this day last semester of high school, so they not doing nothing. <laughs> they just having fun. Um I'm struggling, classes harder, I'm in mean, football practice being yelled at. Um, everybody faster, competition harder. Um, I don't know nobody. You, you, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to meet new people and everything like that. Um so everything, all that mixed up was harder, but so after freshman year passed, going sophomore year, you, you kinda start, you know, getting into the groove a little bit. COVID hit though. COVID hit sending everybody home. Now you gotta learn how to learn virtually. And you're trying to you know, you say you being an engineer, uh, major also you know that um in in engineering classes you do a lot of like group work. Do a lot of team right. activities, a lot of group work. And you went from doing that to doing everything by yourself. And you know, you got no questions to ask. And you got to email the teachers. Teachers take two or three days to get back at you. So it's like, man, COVID was crazy. It was hard. It, it was hard for me because I had to learn. I was at home and everything. So fast forward, junior year, we finally mostly in class. And uh, I finally figured it out. Uh, I'm a little more comfortable. I know people now, and, I, and things of that sort. So, kind of all put put everything together, and I had this thing like uh, thrive All five. Basically, that's when I was thriving all five hours of sleep. So, uh, it's, 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 I mean, it's different now. Um, I don't have to. I don't have to do that. I don't have to thrive all five. I can get my sleep because I'm. Uh, I can you know, I got time. I didn't have time. Right. Then I had to do homework all day, a lot of late night studying, so no more no hopefully there's no more thrive off fire. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hopefully. And it you know, hypothetically, if you weren't going into the NFL and you could have mm-hmm. you know en- an engineering job, what would what do you think you would do?
3: Uh, I like to work in like prosthetics, like designing, oh, wow. designing and building prosthetics and uh, things like that. I probably, but if I definitely if I didn't have like a football, I probably would have went to like the premier track too. So, I mean, you know, and yeah. I'm a I'm a mechanical engineer, major, So there's a lot of different right. avenues you can go into. So I, and I'm also open to doing different things, you know. I did I took I remember taking my um, basically my intro to engine, me- mechanical engineering class, and they had all type of mechanical engineers come talk, and they were talking about their jobs. I just thought, man, I would not want to do their job. <laughs> I'm thinking. I mean, it's not a bad it's not a bad job. I'm just thinking I would not be interested in doing that job. So, right, I had to kind of like look up jobs and meet people and this and, and see like okay, it is cool jobs out there that mechanical engineers can have. So, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's fair. Well, I think before we get out, we have a few rapid fire questions that we wanna we wanna throw at you, and these are just don't think about it too hard. Just off the dome, whatever whatever first comes to your mind. So, yes. a first pretty obvious one is the first purchase uh, when you get that first NFL paycheck. Uh,
3: my mother a car.
2: Do you know what kind of car you'd get her?
3: Uh, she she kind of been liking this this Porsche, so okay. I might I might get a I might get a this uh, uh, uh this Porsche truck, but we gonna see we are gonna see.
2: <laughs> okay, I, I've I. I've been a big fan of the of those Porsche cars recently, so I yeah. I, I can definitely respect that. Number two is your celebrity crush. Celebrity
3: crush. Uh, I don't have a celebrity crush. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one of them in so long. Who I think good? I don't know. Um, oh, man. I no you don't idea. have to. You don't. You don't have yeah, to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't had one of them since I was like. What? What?
2: What about like a celebrity you just want to meet?
3: Just like I, I want to meet. Um, uh, Kevin Gates. Right Okay. I wanna, okay. I just want to, yeah, cause they, I like their music, basically.
2: Yeah, I, I respect. Just
3: straight out the muscle. That's it.
2: fair enough. Uh, what about your biggest
3: fear? I fear God. I fear God. <laughs> So, Psalm 27, ver- 27 and 1. Psalm yeah, 27 and 1. Y'all go look up the verse.
2: God fearing man. <laughs> Mad respect. <laughs> your your favorite movie?
3: Favorite movie. Uh, I got a lot of them, but I'll say one, one of my favorite is I'll uh, set it off. Set it off with Queen Latifah. And yeah. Smith. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. And then. Favorite ice cream flavor?
3: Vanilla. I'm 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 so like lame. Good, I'm so like, Good man. <laughs> good man. <I'm, laughs> that's all I look. I'm just I'm straight vanilla. That's it. That's all I need.
2: That's the number one defensive prospect right here. <laughs> Likes vanilla ice cream. Good man. And then uh yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Maybe you know, it. as always, yeah. I- <laughs> Thank you again for coming on. Uh, the-, the ice cream thing is kind of a bit here. So we we, all- <laughs> we always try and ask that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks again for coming on. You know, as always, yeah. everybody, tons and tons of content coming away on all platforms. Yeah. We will be back with some more interviews soon. And we will be back with another podcast episode as well. And until next time, we will catch you all on the flippity flop.
3: Yeah.